Welcome to the Red Letters Podcast. In this podcast, we explore topics that can be life-transforming while delivering a message of hope. So welcome to today's episode of Red Letters. And today we will be talking about learning to let go. I want to thank everyone who's tuning in and listening. And if there's any topics like we've said before that you really, really feel like you we haven't tackled or that you would like us to tackle, please let us know in, I don't know, just calling <laughs> or we have a email yes, on our uh, page. In- info at redletterspodcast.com. Yes. So today's episode will be covering learning to let go. And I don't know if you guys have anything you're struggling to let go of, because if not, I can, we mm-hmm. can start. Who can start? Let's go, <laughs> you can go ahead and start. <laughs> okay. So mine is learning to, um, the issue that I have or that I've been struggling with is not letting so much go of anger, is letting go of things that have happened in the past. And they, if they happen now, I do don't quite know how to react to it without reacting the way I used to react with anger, with, you know, tantrums. So that's what I'm struggling with right now. Hmm. And what I mean by that is like, if my husband, for example, does something or <laughs> says something that he, we, we've worked a lot on our marriage and I've worked a lot on myself, but something triggers that anger within that you don't know how to kind of balance out. And I start to kind of believe like haven't I done enough work on myself to be able to tackle this which this time was actually a lot whatever I was going through this this thing that I was going through I was able to pinpoint my what was going on with me Mm. but I wonder how many people go through this like I didn't realize that I let it still get to me even though you know I've done so much work so I just Mm -hmm. thought that's Mm -hmm. something to what would you say is one of your triggers if you don't mind my asking oh yeah um when somebody lies to me uh, well, not, you know, people, when people lie, I'm like, it's whatever, like, it's whatever. But when somebody in the house, my house lies to me, and when you know that they're lying, mm-hmm. like, you, my son will say, I already did it. And you know that he didn't do it. And you're standing right there, and you're looking at it. So that doesn't get me as mad as, or angry, angry as another lie, which would be, like, to me, a big lie. Like, you were supposed to go there. I didn't go there. But you know that, you know that that person didn't go there, and they're telling mm-hmm. you that. I didn't go there or whatever. That really like gets to me. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's typically either my husband or one of my boys. And it's like, I don't get it. Like, why lie when we, we know? So a trigger mm-hmm. for me is when somebody lies. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm glad you brought up the trigger word because yeah. I was evaluating myself and where I'm at and stuff. And I think triggers is probably one thing that I need to better handle and, mm-hmm. and, and to be able to spot them quicker because a lot of times we're going through life and we have certain what the world calls pet peeves with people or things that you just don't want to tolerate. And a lot of times it's the one that are closest to you. That'll trigger you. Because we don't know how to handle our triggers. We go back to these same arguments and Mm. they could get tucked away for a while, but because we can't handle, we could manage the outcome as it becomes a thing. But I think if we can nip it in the bud and begin to handle our triggers to where a trigger is no longer a trigger, Mm -hmm. then you might not have to go down that road no more. Oh, that's so good. And that's the end of this episode. (laughs) No, no. Well, well, I think referring to triggers, I think a trigger has to do with something deeper. Yeah. I I think it's something deeper than what we're thinking of, you know, so you have to really go back and think about Something maybe in your childhood, something the in your past, the root of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it starts with the trigger. Okay. Speaking of a trigger having a root, can you give an example possibly? 
I would say, I'm trying to think of myself, like what would be, I think with me personally, if I have to say, um, and I want to get to your lying part, because I experienced that even with my kids and even with my husband in the past, you know, but I think in the early on when we were having issues in our marriage and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. I knew like, even now, sometimes I catch myself real quick to get, you know, put up a wall and put up a guard because I think. I haven't let go of some of my baggage. Right. Right. Even as, especially as women, when we go through stuff mm-hmm. or we go through past hurts, we tend to, we say, oh, you know, I let that go. I, I forgave and, and I put that aside, but really we did. And we threw it in a garbage bag and tucked it away in a closet somewhere still, ready to pull out the next you time we get it, offended yeah. mm-hmm. or get angry. And that's telling me, you know, I still got deeper issues that I need to deal with and look right. into because... I haven't quite, and in a sense too, it kind of goes back to, did you really forgive? Oh yeah. That's you know, good. Mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm talking all this stuff right uh, now, actually, but I feel actually, like it'd be another let me episode. Jump in super no, quick. I, I actually do there too. I <laughs> let, let me jump into what you just said. Cause you said sometimes it could be a question if you really forgave or not. Mm-hmm. I think that there could be perfect examples of both where you mm-hmm. could have genuinely forgiven But then all of a sudden, you know, there was a healing there and it was almost healed. And then something happens again in that same situation or that same area that you got healed from. Uh It rips that wound back open Mm -hmm. and then it could be questioned, did you really forgive or not? When Uh when I think that it could be possible that somebody could genuinely forgive, but because it happened again, it's like, now I got to go down this road again. Right. You know, and so it could, I think it could be, both. depending on the situation, well, I think yeah. it could the be the repeating of, of the, of the offense or the repeating or the of injustice. the injustice. Uh-huh, exactly. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Speaking of triggers, yeah. justice is a yeah. good word. But to go back to learning to let go, because mm-hmm. I, I guess we're going back on that subject of forgiveness. Yeah. Yes, uh-huh. but, exactly. But as far as learning to let go, even to go back to like, For example, what you were talking about, lying triggers, Mm -hmm. you know, you getting angry. With me, I noticed that what I've, with especially with my kids, I know when I'm being lied to. Yeah. (laughs) I know when something's being hidden from me in my home. I know it. (laughs) It's like, you know that you know that you know. Yeah. And instead of getting angry, I do just go into my closet and I take it to prayer. And I say, okay, Lord, you know what? So-and-so is lying to me. I know they're lying to me, Mm -hmm. right? But I also know that I can't confront them in a certain way because I know they get offended, offensive. Mm -hmm. A lot of the times that's even a a signal when you know they're lying is because they get offended. So offended, yes. Especially men. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) When men, when, well, men, when, yes. when men are hiding something, today. <laughs> the number one red flag is why are they getting so angry at you when you're asking a simple question in love? Or it's either that or they become isolated, be really quiet yeah. and they, they shy away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They or they try to get like you Adam. off the subject <laughs> or yeah. put the blame back on you. And then there yeah. was a member. Or the, the eyes back on you. Oh, the, the eyes, yeah. There was even a, a quote, and I don't know if it was a quote, but we heard this before and we kind of like would bring it up in conversation that you can never make an innocent man or a woman feel guilty. Mm-hmm. Because if, if they did something, they would actually have some trigger or some not trigger, but they would have some way of exposing yeah, that they have true. guilt. But mm-hmm. but if somebody's genuine, genuinely innocent, it's hard to make them feel guilty. Oh, that's so good. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm. Because unless mm. somehow you just push down on them so bad that, no, I know, They're I know. They're just admitting to whatever. Yeah, yeah. Then, then that becomes a different story. But right now when we were using the word trigger, I was thinking about... 
whenever a trigger is uh, what it looked at, it's mm. normally like probably a gun. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Oh, it's so, loading it. Yeah, yeah so it's going to be explosive mm-hmm. or implosive because mm. you just don't know how to deal with it. So and, and I just think that either way, there's damage going to happen. That's if we true. don't learn how to, you know, probably what you said, Ida, earlier, as far as, far as going back and finding out what the root of the trigger is, mm-hmm. I think that's so important because if we can discover what the root is, because there's certain things that I did as a an adult, and I know it was because of some of the stuff in my childhood, right. and I realized that they were triggers, oh, okay. you know? So I think, I think going to God and or talking to those that are closest to you mm-hmm. that you'll if you allow them to be truthful to you yes. and share hey if you want me to be honest here's something i see to have mm-hmm. those kind of conversations i think would one you'd be able to live healthier right. on the inside mm-hmm. and it'll affect like we've talked about it before in other podcasts that it affects your body when you just harbor everything yes exactly. and just think that you don't have to deal with anything but i think triggers is a big deal and i don't know lately i've been kind of thinking of how important those things are and how it mm-hmm. can you know dictate your life if you're not careful oh my gosh yes mm-hmm. yeah. well, it, it, oh i'm no, sorry no i was gonna go back to even old habits like if you like and i look at us you know in our marriage i allowed a lot of or i'd say we allowed a lot of things to we tolerated a lot of things right that shouldn't have been tolerated mm-hmm. and we allowed a lot of things to happen that we should not have allowed right and now 30 years later we're changing everything now Mm -hmm. and it's difficult you know you've been this type of person all these years and then all of a sudden now you're changing and you're trying to become that person let's say you know that i desire and he desires right right. Mm -hmm. so it's changing and breaking those old bad habits those old things that we tolerated and that we you know we allowed when really they were in healthy habits that we were allowing in our home but even to go back to the line because before i forget because i never finished that i would actually walk away and just you know pray about it but then i'd find a moment an open door or situation where i can just come back to one of my kids and just say hey you know what I know deep down inside you're lying to me, mm-hmm. you know, and I just want you to know that I'm not going to get angry. I'm I've changed because <laughs> I have to, because in the past, you know, we would get angry. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah or, and that's another, exactly. that's another topic, you know, mm-hmm. is, is learning to communicate with your kids. I'm guilty of it and I'm learning how to do it. Even now I'm practicing it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but, um, just finding the right time and the place to, oh, I think, to bring it up. I mm-hmm. think learning to let go of some of the things that you're mentioning, it's going to have to require change. And I think yeah. if, if like what you said, how you could be a certain way for so long, mm-hmm. especially the older generation could think, Hey, this is just the way I am. Yeah, exactly. I think if that's a declaration you have over yourself, I think you really should consider looking at yourself in the mirror and say, you know what, that's a sad, sorry excuse mm-hmm. to continue being the way you are. Right. Because there's emotions that, you know, are involved in some of these yeah. triggers that we're talking about. So those are some of the biggest things we got to learn to let go mm-hmm. in order to be, you know, living a healthy life in emotionally, especially, yeah. you know what I mean? So well, true. not especially, but that's a big part of it. Cause especially men, we don't like to talk about our emotions. Oh, my goodness, that's why yeah. like mm-hmm. what you said earlier, you know, they'll either, you know, lie about it or they'll run in the cave. I've been yeah. in that cave many times. Right. I know what it looks like. That's what 
they call it a man cave. <laughs> yeah, that's what it. And you know, uh, Ida, I just really wanted to thank you for something that you brought up. You said you go into your room and you pray, or you go to that place and you pray. I think that that's one of the ways that you can actually tell you are actually healing. Uh, and I'm speaking from experience because what happens now if somebody does do me wrong or I feel that somebody's doing something, an injustice, if you will, mm-hmm. my anger doesn't last as long as it used to. I don't go mm-hmm. two weeks, three weeks without speaking to that person. I also don't harbor those feelings to where I self-sabotage, where you're so dumb, or why did you listen, or why did you believe? I don't do that as long as I used to do it. What I do now is I go to that room, Mm -hmm. and if the word says that we need to repent daily, Mm -hmm. so I have to repent because I also felt I gave into the injustice, Mm -hmm. or I gave into the lie, or I gave into whatever was happening. So... I I know now that God's timing is so perfect and just right all the time. So it's going to him and letting him heal you. And Mm -hmm. like we worked on this, like having that reminder, we've worked on this. Remember this situation, you don't, you didn't have to go and bring up everything that happened Mm -hmm. in the past. Just deal with this situation Mm -hmm. because we did, uh, if we've done the work on ourselves, we, we don't have to bring up everything that happened 10 years, 20 years ago. Let's just deal with what happened today and why, you know, if, my child hasn't lied or my husband hasn't lied to me as far as I know in the last, <laughs> let's say two, three years that I, you know, something that I've noticed. And then now they did it. I don't have to accuse them of lying all the time because they didn't. Mm-hmm. But for me, I was, I'm glad that you brought that up because that's what I did. I went to my, my alone place and I just gave it to God. I'm like, I'm gonna give it to you because I can't handle it. Like, I don't mm-hmm. like the way this makes me feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you said something good about, and you have control. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, yeah. You, you, mm-hmm. we do ultimately have control on our on what we say and and how we say it, and mm-hmm. that's one of the fruits of the spirit, self control. Oh wow, you know. Okay, so yeah, we yeah. could, mm-hmm. we can change. Yeah, if we choose to change. If we choose, yes. if we choose to change. Mm-hmm. And then it's not just about for right now. I was letting uh, we were talking about just this thing, but it's not just about letting go of things like this, like letting mm-hmm. go, of, like we said earlier, of your children, letting mm-hmm. go of a certain job. It's letting go. Mm-hmm. We need to learn how to be okay with letting go, letting them be adults, mm-hmm. like right. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That problems be like letting go of emotional ties possibly, yeah. mm-hmm. because a lot of times that's what it is with our kids. Yeah. You know, it's sometimes we think they're ours. Right. And at the end of the day, God just loaned them to us to see how we would parent them and how we would lead mm-hmm. them and guide them. Um, the, the, even the Bible mentions that the children are arrows in the hand of an archer. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to direct them, you know, where they should go in life and stuff like that. And if you pull back that arrow and you let them go, that means they're not in your presence no more. Mm-hmm. So that's where we have to be okay with the empty nest. Right. And that's always a big transition. You know, we've went through it almost. We still have our daughter with us. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, <awesome>. <laughs> <laughs> we love her. His daddy's girl. It was funny because I used to tell her, you're not going to leave till you're 40. Oh, good. <laughs> when she was younger, remember? Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, awesome. Man. Why did you say that? It, no, the reason no, I said this is because a... when I was younger, my dad always told me uh-huh. that he goes, you're, you're, you're not going to graduate till you're 45 uh-huh. from yeah. high school. Because my mm-hmm. dad graduated from high school when he was 45. <laughs> and I had a picture of his graduate, him, him with gray hair and his graduation outfit graduate. with his high school diploma. Uh-huh. And it's really sad because that stuck with me for all my life to this day because I even think about it and I used to joke around with it right but honestly it hurts (laughs) so here's a good question here's a good question for you Ida did you let go of that 
Yeah, I did actually. I did let go of it. I'm I'm joking about. No, I, I know. Yeah, I'm, you made me think about it, but, <laughs> but no, I did let go of it. Yeah, but yeah. I, the reason I paused there for a second was because I know that it did it did hurt me for a little a little bit. Yeah, the fact that you know that that my dad mm-hmm. used to say that to me, mm-hmm. and even though to him it might have been you know joking around, uh-huh. it kind of like you know when I no- realized I dropped out of high school early. Yeah, you uh-huh. know, and then I noticed that, and I kept saying I'm gonna go back for my diploma. I'm gonna go back for my diploma. Then I found myself telling myself, "Oh, I'm gonna it's gonna come to pass." Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not yeah. gonna get it till I'm 45. <gasps> You know, oh, now my. I'm 53. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no so, diploma. <laughs> so what would what would be something that you guys would say that even now in this season of life that we're in, what what are you, we having a hard time letting go? Hmm. I would say it was my well. I'm a lot better with it now, but my children. Mm-hmm. I, I had a tough time letting go of my children, especially even even with my oldest, you know, going through what he's going through. It was really difficult for me to let him go. And it wasn't until, you know, I realized that, you know, 100 percent he doesn't belong to me. Mm-hmm. Well, can um, you explain a little bit just for the listeners that don't understand what you mean by letting him go? Mm-hmm. Like, what does um, that look like? Basically allowing them room to fail. Mm-hmm. Oh, Letting them fail. Good. Yeah. Okay. You know, because I was always there to protect, always there to make sure they don't fall down or, you know, hurt themselves, even as grown adults. Mm-hmm. And that's even worse when they're grown adults and you're still trying to protect them. Right. And you're not allowing them to become, you know, the men and women that God purposed them to be. Right. And I found myself stepping in between God and them, thinking that I know what's What's best best for them Mm -hmm. when God is saying, get out of the way Mm -hmm. and let me be who I need to be to them. Yes. And I had to come to a place and it it was very painful. It wasn't easy. There was moments I would be crying Mm -hmm. and, and just you know, throwing a fit before God, like, why yeah. God? And then God would just look down and say, you know what? Are you done? Are you done? <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and then just being reminded of, you know, the promise, you know, that God gave me regarding, you know, my kids mm-hmm. and especially my oldest son. And so that's something I, I stand on and I, and I just have to, you know, and, I, and it came to a place where I just had to just, you know, open the palms of my hands and say, they don't belong to me. So they good. don't belong yeah. to me and they mm-hmm. belong to you. And, but I'm here for them. Right. I'm here for them when they need me. I'm here for them, you know, in every situation. But now I'm learning to not have to feel like I have to run to them every time they're going through something. Or uh, possibly you know? even control, possibly. Or control, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I think that's one thing that I remember somebody saying. I used to think, oh, this is so easy. You know, when my kids were super small. They would say, okay, the job of the parents, by the time they're 18, they could function like a responsible adult. Oh, cool. No problem. Mm -hmm. Then you turn around and they're 18 and you got to think about like how well of a job did I do? You know, Mm -hmm. not not so much that you weren't giving them the goods to do it, but sometimes we don't give them the space to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that's something we have to keep in mind because, you know, I was I I was part of that same boat. You know, Mm -hmm. there's some things that my youngest son wanted to do and he wanted to get in a motocross as a little, you know, young guy. And Mm -hmm. I was just scared to death that he was going to hurt himself. So I I said, no, I don't know if that's something that, you know carries on down the road or whatever but i i did what i thought was best for the time right but 
Mm-hmm. But what other, what about, how about you, Mary? Is there anything that you feel that you might need to be letting go? Well, I, I think I said it. I oh, yeah, yeah, that. I'm sorry. Uh, it's kind of anger. <laughs> but I don't even think it's really that anger, but it's mm-hmm. letting go of, le- just letting, leave the past there. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't keep bringing it up when something bad happens. So I yeah. think that it would, that would be for me. That's and you don't good. think it's more like maybe frustration? Maybe it's not anger. Maybe you're frustrated. Um, I think that's what it was. I think I was frustrated that, well, in the moment I was really angry because I knew the mm-hmm. life was there. I was like, oh, not it. I immediately went to not again. We're not going through this again. Mm-hmm. That's what I immediately went to instead of saying, okay, this could just be an isolated incident and then just mm-hmm. moving on. Mm. But it wasn't. I I mean, I don't know. I just, in the moment, I became just very triggered and very mm-hmm. like, oh, I can't believe this is happening again and blah, blah, blah. But two days later, I go, I cried to a friend and then I go to my room and talk to God. And then it was like, we're not going back there again. Meaning mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't have to do that anymore. The healing has been done, but I wanted to bring up everything for the past 40 something years. And it's like, no, it's like mm-hmm. this. So I think it was me not learning to leave the past in the past. Mm-hmm. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. No, I agree. I think it goes back to taking each day as a new offense. Yes. And I, and it's really hard because I struggle with that too. Yeah. That's, you know, it's I don't, easy I don't, to say, though. it's easy to say, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. but we have to get to a place where, Today is a new offense. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and there is no such thing as the past. And I guess one way to look at it is when God forgives us of our sins, yeah. he forgets about it. Yes. You know, and we need to get to that place when we forgive that we need to just, you know what, it's done. It's it's no longer. It's like when Jesus says, when we keep coming back to him and and there's repetitive, you know, times when you think, you know, I've sinned over and over again about, you know, something, you uh-huh. know, let's just say it happens on and off where you just sin, the right. same sin. But then you're constantly coming to God, forgive me, forgive me. And mm-hmm. he's like, forgive you for what when I've already forgiven you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't remember what, what are you talking about? Exactly, you know? yeah. And I think we have to get to that place in our relationships when it, we do find that. We're going back to forgiveness again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's all um, it, it's all entangled or intertwined some mm-hmm. way, like the forgiveness, the, the triggers, the letting go. I think some way it all makes a full circle because yeah. we got to go through that process in order to move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I so. think like how you had mentioned, because we were, me and you were going through a rough time when a couple had shared that, a new offense uh, with us. And I, I, that's why I say, I know it's easy to say when, when like you were mentioning, Mary, you want to bring everything, all the old baggage yeah. back to the table and say, Hey, and, and hash it out again. I think we got to, when we do that, we're actually showing how mature we are in that department. Mm-hmm. But when we're able to turn around and look at it, like this is an issue for today. Let's go ahead, talk about it. Let's overcome it. Let's pray about it. Let's not this not let this repeat itself or grow. Right. And so that it can be put to death, put on the shelf, and we can move forward yeah. and not have to carry any more weights. I think that's when we start becoming responsible mm-hmm. for our own actions. And we're not in denial, wanting to blame the other person. But we're like taking proactive steps to avoid having those issues become bigger issues or even exactly. issues at all, you know? Yeah. So, well, I think yeah. it's important too to change your language. Yeah. And that's hard because, mm-hmm. you know, you're so used to talking a certain way and changing now your language so that it doesn't activate a trigger. Yeah. yeah. Because believe Tones. it or not, mm-hmm. your language right? and certain words mm-hmm. can activate triggers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Tony, what is it that you're holding on to? Or yeah, what, learning which to part let go. Did that go? <laughs> um, I I kind of was saying it earlier, but it was just more like 
some of the triggers that I know I start like thinking a certain way or responding a certain way that's rougher than I would like to be responding. Oh, so mm-hmm. for me, it was probably more just triggers to really maybe examine what they are and where they're coming from oh, yeah. and to try to really put them to death so that it doesn't become a thing in my life no more. Mm-hmm. So that I could hear something that was a, was a trigger at one point and it caused me to get upset, but I could hear it and it's just like water off a duck's back because I'm yeah. okay with it now. Okay, I can look yeah. past that. It's not a thing no more. I've overcome it and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm marching forward. That's good. So I think for me, that's kind of what it is because the times that I feel like I'm uh, not making the best choices mm-hmm. is normally, I think, when, when my thinking starts going off or um, I, I start harboring something I shouldn't be harboring. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm letting, you know, words carry weight in my life that should not be carrying any weight in my life. Um, Those kind of things. I think those are some of the things that I feel that I would need to put aside and not, you know, make them a thing anymore. Right. That's true. And I just wanted to mention this, that we have to pay attention to what's going on in our physical body as well as what's going on emotionally with us. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that, I have... um, one of my friends that I talked to, she's a therapist, and we sit there and we talk a lot about what's going on with, you know, different people when they come to her. Mm-hmm. And she said, a lot of people never want to address emotionally what's going on. Like we said earlier about yeah. the men, mm-hmm. we want to address the physical. I have a headache. My heart started pounding really fast. I, I got mm-hmm. sick in my stomach. Well, those are the physical aspects of mm-hmm. what the triggers did to you. So mm-hmm. somebody did something, we are being triggered and physically we get sick. But mm-hmm. what we failed to address is mentally what was happening here or in my spiritual life. Why Why am I not in control of this situation and it's in control of me? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we go and we take care of the physical body, take an aspirin, but we never talk to somebody and empty ourselves out of, of this emotion that we're carrying. Mm-hmm. And that manifests itself in the body and it creates either stress or God forbid anything mm-hmm. else worse, depending on how long we let it in the leave it in the body. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that in this you guys can I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this before, but I um I just love mentioning it just in case somebody didn't hear, they can go back and listen. But Dr. Joe Dispensa, um, he's on YouTube and he says that the body doesn't know the difference when we're thinking of something, if it's actually happening or if it's or we're just thinking it up. Mm-hmm. So if something happened to you in the past, let's say it was a, a horrible trauma, a car accident, if you will. And you were in this car accident and the way that you felt when you were in that car accident makes produces something in the body. But if we don't treat it, what ends up happening later down the line, something else will happen that'll trigger that trauma to come back. So we're just thinking about it, but our body's feeling and reacting to it. Mm. So even our minds, like we become like, what is going on with me? It's because we never dealt with that trauma. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of times when we're going through something right now, it's so important that we take care of the physical body, but we also take care of the mental, the psyche. Mm-hmm. Um, we go into that that place where we tell God, I don't want to hold on to this anymore. Help me to let go. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, God does such miracles and wonders when we just really, truly believe in Him. And He will teach you how to start letting go of these things that are, that you've, like you said earlier, you harbor in your body. So that'll turn into something. Mm-hmm. And we don't want that because what we're thinking will actually manifest itself within the body physically. And mm-hmm. it'll come out. It wants to get out of the body and it, it'll make it, it's, it's self-known, either, like I said, by headaches or, or something physical in the body. Mm. 
So mental health rolls over to your physical health. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it really yeah. does. So guys, because we hold it in. But you ever heard that? Oh, she was holding a dirty little secret, or he like they had a, a dirty mm-hmm. secret, but it manifests in the body as something else. So that's why they had that back pain or that neck pain is because they were holding on to something that really they shouldn't have been holding on yeah, to. That's yeah, that's true. I, I've been to like places where they, you know, like a crusade or something where they're praying for somebody. And mm-hmm. as soon as they, they'll, they'll turn around and ask the person, right now, the first person that comes to your mind on who you haven't forgiven. Mm-hmm. And then they'll think of somebody and say, okay, right now I need you to forgive them. Once they do, their healing came. Wow. I've seen it, I don't know how many mm-hmm. times. So I'm like a real firm believer that that is a truth. <laughs> yes, exactly. Ida, did you have anything else? No, it was actually just because when you were talking about emotional health, I I was looking for a scripture and I'll just share this one because it kind of goes with anxiety and being anxious and so Mm -hmm. forth. But Philippians 4, 6 through 7, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind Mm -hmm. in Christ Jesus. Submitting it to Jesus. And it's just submitting it to Jesus, but in prayer and supplication. Yes. And that's something like you said earlier, daily Mm -hmm. repentance. Daily, just continually renewing your mind. Right. That's how good. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Thank you for joining us on this week's podcast. A few things we just want you to keep in mind is let, learning to let go of the things that are weighing you down, uh, just like the scripture had mentioned. And, you know, Jesus says himself, cast your burdens on me and take my load. Mine's easy and light. It's not going to weigh you down. But a lot of times we hear that, but we don't want to do that. And um, forgiveness plays a role in that. Managing the triggers that we have that trigger like an emotional uh, response that's not a healthy one will also help dictate like how healthy you are as a person, as a whole, not just physically. So keep those things in mind uh, moving forward. Uh, Again, if you want to reach out to us, it's info at redletterspodcast.com. If you have any questions, any uh, input, we'd love to hear them. Thank you for joining us again on this week's podcast. We'll see you next week. Mm